Good morning. This is Wanderings Today. This is Syl Stenman with Sandy Washington. And welcome, Larry Horgan. This is a man who can be found in nearly every part of Holly Creek, but seldom in this room. Is that so, Larry? (laughs) That's correct. So this is an opportunity for us to say thank you before you turn the page to your retirement chapter. Well, that's a hard thing to say. Yeah. Uh, You've also given us all an opportunity to know more about you as we talk on Wanderings today. So, glad you're here. Well, thank you. And we'll glad start with where you grew up and tell us a little bit about that early stage of your life. Okay, well, I, I um, was born in Denver, but uh, um, when I was five years old, moved out to Lakewood. And it was a uh, um, beautiful place. I lived out by Kipling. That was kind of the, Kipling was the... Um, end of Denver at that time. Um, Sixth Avenue was just a two-lane road um, going out west. And fairly shortly after that, they changed it to a four-lane. But um, anyway, it was it was a wonderful place to, to grow up, um, very rural at that time. And um, we, uh, as a kid, we had a cabin up in Estes Park. And we would travel there often um, during the summer. Actually, we'd start as soon as we could get up there and turn the water on in the spring. We would uh, head up. You spent many summers there, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Oh, Park? Uh, yeah. Summers oh. from... How lucky um, you gosh, were. Yeah. Um, such a beautiful place. It is. It was, it was. We built it, or my parents built it in 1953 when I was born. Really? And um, we now, were there until... Now you until know how old Larry is. Yeah. Now we, uh, yeah He's not afraid go, to tell I? you. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so, um, yeah, we had it there until we unfortunately had to sell it about uh, four years ago. But, oh, um, recently. Yeah, really? yeah, That's yeah, fairly unfortunately. recent. But, but it was wonderful. I mean, it, um, it gosh. It been. Yeah, what a, what a um, wonderful childhood I had uh, being oh. able to go up there and spend. Oh. Uh, well, tell us about your parents a little and the, your siblings. Um, yeah, my, my dad came from Idaho and um, he, he uh, came to Denver and wanted to fly. And and then they got him into the Navy, and he became a, a Navy pilot. And oh. he uh, he cut on really quick, and so he became a trainer. And so he trained a lot of the pilots that went to World War II. And um, he I think he was the where he was at. They were training a lot of, of pilots that were out in the Pacific. And so since he was a Navy pilot, you know, they would he would work with them getting on aircrafts and aircraft carriers and whatever. And so, um, and actually, once he got done with that, the United Airlines wanted him to come to work, but he had too many harrowing events flying. Oh, and he said, "Forget it." (laughs) Yeah, just. just I think that might be one thing you learned from him. You'd rather be safe and fix something than to risk. There you go. Yeah, and I I must say I'm not a a fan of heights, so (laughs) flying. Another good reason. Yeah, there there you go. I'm not either. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, and he was he was. A handyman. He built a couple homes in Denver, um, 
and uh, now, did you live in those? In no, I, I was. Um, I think maybe the la- the second one he built. I might have been born there, but then we moved to a, a home briefly and um, right uh, south of City Park, and then we moved another place, and then we finally ended up at Lakewood in in uh, um, sixty. 68, I know 68, 50, 58. Mm-hmm. We ended up out in Lakewood. and um, So you inherited his talent. Yeah, well, it was, and I mean, he, he butched with around the house all the time, so I would help yeah. him with, with whatever, uh, carpentry, plumbing, electrical. Um, and did you just observe, or did he intentionally help you learn those things? He wanted you to... Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was yeah, yeah, he just, he liked doing it, and I just kind of tagged along. I, great. Um, that's it's the best way to learn. It is. You know, right well, on the spot and from your dad mm-hmm. and your mm-hmm. mom, I suppose. Oh, gosh, exactly. Well, my, my mom was a uh, was, uh, um, homemaker, and but mm-hmm. loved gardening, and that's what probably got me into, into my profession over time. So you time. saw that end of it, too. Yeah, yeah so she uh, she was a big gardener. We lived on a half-acre lot, had a huge vegetable garden. Uh, oh, it was really? probably It was probably, oh, at least 60 by 100 feet long, and, and so... Um, she can so we, it was great it was wonderful yeah, oh that sounds yeah. did yeah. you have flowers too or just oh yeah vegetables? no she was she was really into roses so oh, she really? had a lot of roses i think everybody is <laughs> yeah isn't that isn't that the case and so. your siblings tell us about that just um how I, many I, you had um yeah i, I have a, a a twin sister <laughs> it uh, was a surprise <laughs> but um we haven't communicated so. in about uh, 40 years so oh. <laughs> just just went south but i have yeah. an older older sister um, lives up in Glenwood, uh-huh. and um, she was in um, dealing with real estate for years and years, and now she's retired and um, just uh, working, I think, at a library up there, yeah. just just for something to do. Do you get together with her? Every once in a while. Thanksgivings yeah. or um, birthdays? Well, probably, or? probably about, not, not a whole lot, maybe about every 10 years. We, mm-hmm. we aren't, I guess, would really say a real close family. You probably uh, both very busy yes you've had your own business so. we'll that, talk about that in a minute but right right but that keeps you on your yeah. toes yeah. can't really leave that often. yeah you've been exactly. in landscaping really all your life pretty much yeah haven't was, you yeah, since I, I did stuff around the house all the time so sure. <laughs> yeah not with just my dad but you were but, handy uh, that way also yeah and you went to Lakewood High School. Yes. And from there, what was your education? Oh, then I then I went to Fort Lewis College in Durango. Um, loved it. What a what a great place. Oh, and, beautiful um, place. Yeah, learned uh, learned a lot there. I went up to I transferred up to Colorado State because I wanted to get into um, parks and recreation. Of course, growing up in Estes mm-hmm. Park, we were in Rocky Mountain National Park all the time. Mm-hmm. So that was my um, dream: is that I'm going to become a, a um, national park ranger and maybe someday you know manage a national park but that was the the first thought and well i so think it's a, a little unusual to have that dream all set in your mind at an early age like that yeah it, it was There's so it, many choices yeah. but, but i love the outside outdoors was i just love being out mm-hmm. i like kids today <laughs> <laughs> and then you transferred to csu and I, yeah i transferred to csu and um so I got my degree there in, in Parks and Rec Administration, worked for um, Colorado Parks uh, at Cherokee Reservoir for a couple of years, and I really, um, it, it was fun, but it was, the, you know, being the, the um, patrol ranger 
is not as fun as being an interpretive ranger. So you have to take care of all the the people in the park that don't want to follow the rules. And a, that would not be fun. <laughs> no, it's an interpretive ranger. Well, interpretive ranger are the ones that give talks. Um, oh, really? You know, about about the various aspects of the park. And, oh, really? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the patrol rangers out making sure that everybody's following the rules. Mm-hmm. And so that 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 kind of turned me away from the parks. I, I just okay. saw yeah. the, the the bad side, the underbelly of the of the park sure. system and yeah. and then I talked to other people that were in national parks and they would talk about how, you know, mm-hmm. many cases they were in the back countries trying to search people that were, you know, out having fun shooting guns or whatever. So I'm going, Okay, that doesn't sound like something I want to do. Mm-hmm. There was a time when residents up in the mountains were asked to do some fire patrol. I don't know if you, I don't know what years that would have been. About 15 years ago, I think some of the residents were asked to stay at the entrances and talk to the people about cigarettes and just be careful. It was so dry in those years. So then... um, you got your master's? Yeah, then, then I decided that I got to do something else. So I went back and got a, a master's in landscape architecture. And um, it was it was wonderful. It's another part of my life I just thoroughly enjoyed. Really dug learning. into it at that point. Because yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of it's a mix between um, horticulture and civil engineering. Mm. And, and a little bit of structural engineering, too. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a lot of fun um, learning. But once you got out in the real world, it wasn't as glamorous as you thought it would be. And it was it was going good though. I mean, actually, I was doing well. Moved to a a, a firm that um, kind of the perfect uh, perfect life. A firm that was working on ski areas. Oh, and well, they were re- they were re- they were redesigning the base areas. Yeah. And it was like, oh, how wonderful this is! This is I found the job. And, and then the guy got some weird autoimmune disease and passed away six months later. That was the end of that. And and that was it. And the second control really had no um, idea of how to run a business. So and you love to ski. Oh yeah, love to ski. <laughs> so so that, that was it. Was yeah, it was it was the, the a perfect world. reason for being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we looked real excited about doing it, but then uh, yeah, that that it happened. And and at that time we had the um, oil um, issue in the state here. Um, and um, so everybody was laying people off. And so I went around and talked to a few other um, landscape architecture companies. And everybody would know, we, we, don't have, we can't hire anybody right now. So I said, heck with it. So I went out and started my own business and just did uh, residential design and construction. When was it you were with the Cherry Creek Reservoir? God, that would have been um, 76, 70, I think 75 and 76. And what were you doing there? That was I was a, a seasonal ranger, so um, I would I would basically a patrol ranger, and I would uh, um, you know unfortunately I I started out um, as a, the overnight guy, which wasn't a real fun job. Not a whole lot going on in the park um, um, from ten o'clock until six in the morning, mm-hmm. but um, that that uh, but that's what you had to be there. And then <laughs> later on they they transferred me to day day shifts. Um, so you could see what you're doing, <laughs> but it was yeah, and I mean again, it was for the most part, you know, as, as you always 
no, it, probably 90 to 95% of the people were wonderful. Um, great, get out and talk to them. And um, it was really a good time. But then you'd have that 10, 5 to 10% that would just make life make miserable. Ruin it for you. Yeah, they'd ruin it. Yeah, yeah. They, would, they would threaten you. Yeah. Um, oh, it was, it was uh, definitely Not totally good. different than what you would think. Well, were you lecturing on zero escape? Yeah, uh, after, well, I, yeah, after I got... Um, out of school, then I started my business. I just through various acquaintances, I uh, um, ended up getting a hold. Or Aurora Water ended up getting a hold of me and wanted me to come out and um, talk with them about um, or um, look at presenting their classes in Xeriscape. And uh, that was at a time when I, even going through school, I, I really was pretty shy about um, speaking, especially in front of a large group of people. But I, I thought, you know, this is I'm, I'm tired of being shy, and, and this is a time that I need to just force myself to get out. And well, that's a very interesting chapter in your life, I think. Oh, it's, it's hard to believe you were shy. Yeah, I, it, uh, yeah, it was, it, I was miserably shy. <laughs> and you overcame it so well. Uh, yeah, I just, just had to, you just finally get tired and, and yeah. you know, say, hey, things, things have got to change, and yeah. so you, you force yourself to. Yeah. Just move forward. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, so I started um, Did you get kind of immediate rewards as far as, oh, I think I can do this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you once, you know, obviously with anything speaking in public, you, if you know the material, it helps a lot. But still, initially being in front of yeah. a bunch of people and, and all eyes on you, oh. you know, <laughs> that, that can be a little um, nerve-wracking. really hard. <laughs> yes. But you, you mentioned... Uh, Walking through the halls and talking to people, and there's one person in particular that likes to tease you and give you a rough time. Oh, oh it's, it's I, I love it. I love I love when that's uh, one of the fun things about working here is is we like to have fun, and I, you know it's it's great to do the maintenance, but um, it's fun to interact with the residents. That's that's what really makes this enjoyable. Oh, it's fun well, for the residents yeah. too. And, and it's very informative. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah people, well, we all there's love you. That's for sure. Well, thank you. And there's there's I love a bumping into you everywhere. Wherever I go, <laughs> there you are. It's just living down the hall, or you're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it's good, and it, it it makes it just uh, more than just walking by and saying hi. Yeah, it's yeah. It, um, well, we've wandered a bit from your own business that you started. Yeah, I, think okay. I got That's you off right. track there, <laughs> but um, tell us about the the first one that you Design started. Images. Well, I, yeah, I, I started a company called Design Images, and uh, again did commercial i mean residential um design and construction and it was you know it's tough getting started but back then in those days you could start a company pretty easily you didn't need that much to live on and so it was it was pretty easy to get it going and i i started out and had um a fair amount of um residents to do work for and then i kind of got caught in um with people wanting me to do more maintenance and i i hate maintenance <laughs> not my cup of tea i'd rather be building um patios well, and, and a lot of people enjoy that i mean just trimming and well yeah and that's okay but not every day <laughs> every day yeah, yeah. Not, not every day so i i, I was going on oh, kind of going the wrong way i really don't want to do this and then i had another uh company uh, landscape architecture company contact me they've known me from school and and uh and they said oh you're in in you know the construction business so we're going to bring you down and have you work on um commercial um oversight of construction projects and so i 
said, okay, sure, I'll, I'll go down and do that. So I, I dropped the business since I was kind of going the wrong way and went down there. And But he hired me before he got the job. Well, it turns out he didn't get the job. So, oh, there so you I, were, both uh, of you. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but it, it was still fun. I had We still had some other projects. I, I, I did the landscape for what is no longer there, but McNichols Arena, oh, where the oh. old uh, Denver Rockets used to play. For um, yeah, I did the the landscape design um, for that, and then um, unfortunately, uh, you know, ten years later or whenever it was, they tore it down. Mm-hmm. But um, so be did it. You, did you have some artistic background in order to do these design? Not really. I mean, you, you you learn it in the school. I mean, part there's you know you you tend to if I was I've been I was fairly artsy when I was young. Were you? Yeah. Um, anyway, so, so I I enjoyed. So I, I kind of slid right in. Ability to enjoy yeah. it. Too. Yeah, exactly, and yeah. and so that that. But in school, you just you're, and it's, you know, it's it's always a tough thing. You go to school and you get, um, the instructors love to just hammer you, because they want they want you to get used to. You know, you go out in the real world and, and you do designs, and people made. don't like what you're coming up with. You've got to learn able to yeah. be able to take it, adjust the designs accordingly. And you're, you know the, the goal is to make your client happy, mm. and so um, so yeah, really through school we would, mm-hmm. we learned how to how to design and how to how to adjust and and um, mm. take criticism and that's a hard thing to do. Could you be creative? Yes, yes. Oh, that, that then create yeah, being creative is fun. I mean, you in this yeah. job here you have to be creative yeah, too. I would think so. Yeah. yeah, you were with the garden builders for a number of years. Well, then I, okay. So then I once I got done with his office, he actually was he was hoping this project would go and, and kind of build up his business it was starting to wane a little bit and um since he didn't get the project he decided i'm just going to retire so <laughs> so he retired and that was the end of that so i said okay well i guess i'm back outside but i just lucked out and got into a couple better projects and um well you had a client that you worked for who kind of directed you to us in Holly Creek. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> who is that? Um, Elaine Walsh. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so um, worked on her property quite a few years. Uh, you know, just we just do it piecemeal because doing a whole landscape is very expensive. And so... Oh, um, you remarked how beautiful. And, and Yeah, well, I loved it. And it, the neat thing about it is Elaine was just loved working with plants. So, yeah. um, you know, I'd, I'd give some design ideas as, as yeah. you know, here's what we can, kind of the basic things we can put in. And then she would go and buy plants herself and oh. add to it. So it was it was always fun to go over there. Um, built yeah. a, a big pergola in her backyard and a patio. Oh, and she's such uh, a lovely person. It was well, fun oh. to work with her. Uh, yes, yes. It was. So you... you did you build the pergola? Yeah, yeah, I did. did. So that's part of landscape architecture. Isn't yes, it? exactly. Yeah, yeah. You just and that's what I loved. I, I I enjoyed being outside and just starting from scratch and ripping things out and. Well, did you do pathways and? Yeah, then we I we organized uh, or just designed the pathways and then had a um, company come in and pour those. concrete mm-hmm. for the pathways. Were you consulted with the south buildings? Um, Garden? Garden, in the um, middle. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> but, because, uh, well, I know, but you, you had a full-time job and other things <laughs> that you were hired for, so we're going right. to talk about that in a few minutes, too. Oh, okay. The, the police training, <laughs> remember? Oh, my goodness. Oh, 
Well, yeah. that was yeah. That's what got me out of out of uh, parks, working in the parks at. at um, so um, Colorado Parks wanted to hire me full time, and, mm-hmm. and they said, "But we're going to send you to police training, and uh, you're going to have uh, to carry a gun as a as a ranger." That wasn't quite in your. And I'm going. Style. Well, I don't think I really want to be a policeman. I I enjoy being outside, but I really don't want to carry a firearm. Well, that might not have been as hard on your back and shoulders. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I I, I probably at, at that time in my life, I I probably. Um, um, in my mind, over exaggerated the, the the dangers and whatever with it. Well, but, but I don't it just blame it you. didn't. Yeah. yeah, it just really? didn't. It didn't sit right. And right. I said, okay, now this I've got to go somewhere else. Gardens are much, yeah, better to, to be so, yeah, spending so your time there. So uh, Elaine must have recommended because well, you she, came pretty recently. Well, not recently, but it's been five years. Five yeah. years. Yeah. And, um, well, I was, I, I told Elaine, I said, I can't do landscaping anymore. I got to find something else to do. Um, I had to figure out a few more years to work, uh, so I could wait till my maximum retirement age and, <laughs> and get, get as much as I can out of uh, social security. So I said, I'm going to, I need about five more years. And, so was and she considering moving at that time? Yeah, or? she, she was, when I was working on her, on her landscape, she was talking about, um, mm-hmm. you know, finding a, a place, a senior living community to, to go ahead and, and move into. And she said she knows what she wants or which one she wanted and uh-huh. just had was got on the waiting list and then yeah. finally got in. And then uh, I, I, I think I came and visited her once here. And then she said, oh, yeah, they're, they're looking for a maintenance They're looking, guy, so, so you knew there was uh, an opening for something. I said, okay, well, I'll come and apply. How so does, How did she find out about you? How did uh, you two meet, you and Elaine? Actually, through okay, so in part of part of the zero escape that we did through, mm-hmm. and actually I did it for Aurora and Denver Water. Um, part of the um, programs we did was we would have what we'd call these quick design vignettes that people would come in, bring a small little area of their yard, and in an hour and a half um, to two hours, depending on which which. Um, water facility we're working for we would design out this space and uh oh, you know draw it up draw the plants and and then go through kind of maintenance and whatever on it and elaine had one of my good friends that i went to school with she actually did elaine's um garden but she said a little little front area uh-huh. just a little um, front entry garden and so um elaine said well who do i get to put it in and she said, "Oh, I know, I know, just the guy." And so um, that's that's how I got to know Elaine. Mm-hmm. So I I got her from just one of my old friends and so and when you you came to interview for the job, were there things that were required that you know ahead of time? What were the what well, were they looking for? You know, I think they just they were just looking looking for someone with general experience, and again, being able to having some experience in in most all the the building and 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 uh maintenance end of things um you know i told him hey, i i can do you know most basic plumbing um basic electrical um i can do um, carpentry i can do drywall um you know that's you a know, lot <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and so it's it's some basic things that that a general they needed yeah a general handyman is is what they are looking for so um there are some things that you, not just you, but the maintenance department does working, you learn as you go. 
Oh, very much so. In fact, a, a lot of maintenance in any facility, that's why I always love it when they bring people in and say, oh, we're, we're going to bring somebody that really knows things. Well, that's great. You may know things, but every building is different. Yeah. And to really do maintenance properly, you have to understand the building, and it takes a lot of time. I mean, it took me a year before I even felt halfway well, so confident then working here. I think you had said that you were here five years, but it took three years until you felt comfortable. Yeah, comfortable enough that I, yeah, most anything that came up, I, I, if I couldn't do it, I knew who to contact or, and, or what needed to be done. And now you're passing this knowledge on to somebody else. I know, I'm trying. <laughs> tell us who he is. So oh, well, well, Manny's been, um, uh, Manuel, um, Great. has been working with me for probably the last four months. And um, and I was, you know, I, I went over after they, um, Kent was let go. He was over in the suites. Um, I was put over in the suites to, to cover for him. You've been there quite a while. And I've, yeah. I, gosh, I don't know. It's probably been two, two and a half years maybe. I don't know. I mm -hmm. lose track of time. Yeah. <laughs> so but. there are some things that uh, residents might not understand that they ask maintenance to do and some things that you're really too busy but you might talk about that balance yeah, well, it's, yeah. so there's there's always a, a tough line between what we can do and what we can't and i know some people come in and, and hoping that we can build most anything that they bring in or fix things you know people a lot of people buy things from ikea or similar sort of of products that that we can put together and you know if it's something simple that really isn't a problem but you know we um chuck and i got caught in one one time that it, we spent both of us four hours, so eight man hours oh to put together this. And, this and then desk. the water, the boilers blow out, huh? Yeah, <laughs> or something yeah. happens, and yeah, that's that's the other thing you worry about. So it, it, but that took an awful lot of time out of maintenance to do regular, you know. And again, we, we it's not just when we do um, we talk about maintenance, not just taking care of um, everybody in their apartments. You know, we've got mil building maintenance to take care of, and that's things that people don't see. Uh, so that that's critical, and if we have to go and spend a lot of time um, working mm -hmm. on um, projects for uh, individual resident, mm -hmm. uh, that takes a lot the of time building away from maintenance. Yeah, loses its yeah, and so that you know when you move in, everybody has two hours of time and mm -hmm. a lot of time to sleep. hang pictures and yeah, hang pictures and, and whatever needs to be done. Yeah. And, and so I we've been kind of bad we you know we'll get in and we feel bad so okay we'll go ahead and you know spend three or four or more hours and go gosh this isn't really right so um that's always hard that's that's well, a hard be. part of how we how we try to manage what we need to do here it and must i know be difficult to work with all kinds of people yeah it's although you, you yeah. have all kinds of residents with different demands yeah but I, yeah, I i've always looked at it as if if you respect who you're working with they'll respect you and that's you know that's it how it works for you that's the bottom line really you, 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 do you have any them. information you can give us about the fire alarms when they go off frequently sometimes we say that the grand care will say there is no fire so we're fine with that but is that anything that maintenance uh, can tell us about? Well, why? A, a little bit. You know, some of the we've been having a lot of issues with our dry systems. Um, I don't know how many people know, but we have in the attics here, we have what's called a dry system for the fire um, suppression system. Basically, you can't have water in an attic because it would freeze. So all the lines up there would freeze. So basically, water is brought up to a point. It's held in place by a basically a flapper with a spring on it and then it's that is um 
helped out by air pressure. So the lines up in the attic are all pressurized. And that pressure well, that helps, helps, keep, to know, yeah, to helps keep the, the flapper down. Now, unfortunately, over time, the um, pipes in the attic start to rust out. And they get mm-hmm. holes in them. And, you know, as, as with any material, um, uh-huh. like North Building, we haven't had that many problems. We've had a few leaks in North Building. South Building, we've had numerous leaks. So I'm thinking, well, material, when they, when they make it, there's always batches of material that come out that aren't as high a quality as some of the other batches. And they'll still sell them. So all I'm figuring is there's something that wasn't quite as good a quality in the South Building. So... We'll get a leak, and I'm sure there's enough residents around that remember the, the big floods we've had in the third floor mm-hmm. in the south building. Really? And that, that's because the what happens is you get a leak in the, the pipe. It's a pinhole leak. starts out. You really don't notice it, and then it gets bigger and bigger and, and bigger. And it finally gets big enough, and maybe one or two or multiple um, leaks, that the air can no longer hold the pressure of the water. And so the flapper opens. When the flapper opens, the fire alarm goes off. And we go to the the panel, and it shows that there's water flow. Thank you. And it'll tell us where the water flow is. That's really helpful to know that. We'd see water flow second floor, or I mean third floor um, south building. Well, I'm sure you're going to enjoy retiring. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have some exciting plans ahead. And, and, and yeah, we've, we've had, unfortunately, too many probably too many false alarms around here but again yeah. that's the great thing we've got the system that that if something goes wrong it, it's covered and well it's, i hope it's you'll come perfect. back and visit us now and then oh oh Maybe. yeah i will i will i, I, I mean i always say that it'll, it'll probably be longer than i think but one I'll, of I'll your definitely. um one of your big projects in retirement is with your house you right that sounds like a very big job <laughs> It is, but I, lo- I love doing yeah. it. I love putzing. So, I've, yeah, yeah, I've got a kitchen to remodel ba- and two bathrooms. That's the main thing, and a kitchen and two bathrooms to remodel. The favorite thing of your job here has been to work. Well, really, I, I, what I've really enjoyed is the people. I, I, oh, I have great, enjoyed Gary. the yeah. residents here more than anything. That's what made this job fun to come to. Well, well we're a family. Yes, exactly. And yeah. it's, it's, it's been great. Well, the time has come to say thank you here from Wanderings. Uh, Larry, for being with us on Wanderings, for being an outstanding person in maintenance, and thank you for your friendship. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Uh, now we wish you well. We wish you much happiness and good health. And all of us at Holly Creek, say thank you, friend. Okay. And thank come you visit very much. us. Okay. Will do. And that's Wanderings for today. So long. Along the mountain track And as I go I love to sing My knapsack 